Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself. To get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. All right, and let's dive in with today's listener question. Why doesn't my partner laugh with me the way that they laugh with their friends? Because mm. mm. I'm, I'm not funny. I laugh. Okay, so I'm laughing because me neither. And so that, that is what is funny like, to me. No, seriously, does Gabe laugh with his friends more than he laughs with you? Absolutely. Yes. Mine too. Yeah. I oh, mean, James laughs with me, but he hasn't always laughed with me. Sometimes my oh, humor has just been hurtful. Like my sarcasm that I grew up with that like mm-hmm. my family knew, that hasn't always felt good for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's Gabe, the sarcasm that he grew up with. Um, with his friends still. And I'm like, I'm not one of the guys. Like, I don't find that stuff funny. No. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. it's. Um, so he he knows it actually doesn't feel very good in your relationship. So he doesn't do it there. Right. He doesn't, he doesn't like bring in the sarcasm to you is what I mean. Oh, he does. And we are oh. working on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, bless my husband. So I grew up in a really, really serious house. So here's, here's an example. So my daughter is going up to her grandma to tell her um, a joke. And so she goes, Nana, Nana. Yes, sweetie. What's a cat's favorite color? And my mom looks at my sweet daughter and says, honey, I don't think cats can see color. (laughs) And then everybody around is laughing. And she's like, what? I don't understand. Cats don't see color, do they? (laughs) By the way, cat's favorite color is purple. That is a brilliant joke. Right? And I look it's at my husband. Perfect. It's perfect. Yes. <laughs> so I look at my husband. I'm like, and this is why I have no idea when you're joking. Right? I have no idea. Like my husband lasts more with everyone else on earth than me. Cause I am way too serious. <laughs> and I'm not funny. So, All right, so, so that's one possible reason. So that's a possible reason. <laughs> and <laughs> And I want to acknowledge the vulnerability that I can hear in the voice mm-hmm. when we hear this yes. question. Yeah. Yes. Because there's there's some tenderness here. And I think we drop in a skill here. 
Yeah. There's a really specific skill that could help out. Yeah. I think that that skill has a lot to do with separating out the thing that we're observing in this case, the partner laughing with their friends differently than they are with you from the story that we're making up about it. Mm-hmm. And the observation is like, what did the video camera see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So ob- I don't want to say objectively, but like literally what would a video camera pick up on? Right. If, and- if there was a video camera taking an image of what yeah, was no, happening. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And it may note that there's a difference in how your partner laughs with their friends and how they laugh with you. And that's maybe even an accurate observation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's the story we tell ourselves about what does that mean? Right. So when I make up a story, I'm bringing into that story all of these other implicit knowings, this like, everything else that kind of makes up my understanding of the world comes into that story. And so I like to start by kind of looking at that story now that I'm getting healthier and wondering about it. Like, where did I learn this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. First, we have to even pick it out. Yeah. A lot of times we haven't even separated the, mm-hmm. What we're observing from the story, from the we're story. Up about it, right? Because it's such a quick, like whoosh from one to the other. Mm-hmm. I see something, I make up a story. I don't even notice I made up a story. I go mm-hmm. quickly into feelings and reaction. Exactly, mm-hmm. and so it happens so fast. And and get, everybody, give your brain a big hug and some grace around this, because if your brain didn't make up stories all the time, you wouldn't like remember what a chair is. So. Thank God. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and and we make up stories to make sense of the world. Yeah. And so we can give our brains a big old hug and say, thank you so much for helping me navigate the world and make up all these stories. And I wonder how this story is trying to help me right now. Like if, if I tell myself this story, so let's say I'm just making this up because this person didn't say this, but let's say the story is they like their friends better than me. Mm. Mm. That's my theory, right? That's a painful story. It's painful. Yeah. So if that were the story, and that's not the only story you can make up, but if that were the story, then we'd want to hold that story really tenderly and be curious. Like you were saying, Rebecca, huh? where did that story come from? Or I wonder if this story has a hope for me. Yeah. How's it trying mm-hmm. to help me out here? Yeah. And so then mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm going down that path, if I have a story in my head, like maybe they like their friends better than they like me. And I'm sitting really tenderly with that story. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering like, if that story has a hope for me, what might that be? Now I'm getting into the protective places, like the ways in which I've learned to defend and to orient myself Mm -hmm. to be protected. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it may be wanting to label me as bad. So I work really hard to make myself better, or it may be wanting me to move into blame so that I can push somebody who's threatening away from me and reject Mm -hmm. them before they can reject me. And it it doesn't mean we want to act on that hope necessarily, but maybe it can be at this moment of joining with partners when we actually can say out loud and we have to do this when everybody's chill and they're in their integrated brain space, people be but when everybody's in their integrated brain space, I could actually tell my husband the story that I'm making up 
And like, he could hold that in vulnerability with me. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes, by the way, I tell the story I'm making up and it's activating for him. And he makes up a really fast story, but didn't realize he did. And we're off to the races. And then we're trying to get, we're trying to slow things down and, and come back together and find a way mm-hmm. through it. So it's not like a hundred percent guarantee. It's going to go great when you share your story, but it can be a real space for connection. Right. And so I think we've talked in the past about kind of when our brains kind of go offline, like when, mm-hmm. when we, when we flip our lid and, um, what it looks like when we're more in an integrated brain space. Yeah. Can we just talk about that again? Because I, th- I want people who are listening to, to be able to recognize the difference. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, when, when I'm in an integrated brain space, like I've got both of my feet on the floor, I can breathe, right? Mm-hmm. I can look at my partner, I can make connection, mm-hmm. right? Can like, I give you a fast tell? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. So most people are going to tell, their, everybody has their own tell right? And you're going to tell in your thoughts, in your feelings, or in your body. And then I've got one more to add in at the end. That's a really fun, fast tell. Okay. So thoughts, uh, maybe you go to black and white thinking, maybe you go to blame language in your head. Maybe you turn into like shame dialogue inside. I know I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's going to be your tell. Boom. You're flipped. You're not in an integrated brain space time to turn a little self-compassion towards you because self-compassion and compassion, receiving compassion from another is the fastest way to regulate the brain that's on fire. Yeah. You have, you have all these, I'm looking at Vicky's face right now. She went, really? (laughs) (laughs) I am for serious. (laughs) No. And so here's super cool. (laughs) This is super cool. And we could do a whole like show on self-compassion, how important it is. But, but the quick version is you have axonal projections. That's the fancy way of saying, uh, the upper brain talks to the lower brain that go, shh, calm down only when you have self-compassion. Our tech isn't that good yet. We'll find out later on if we were wrong about this, but as far as we know for now, Mm. As far as we know for now, the way you calm down a brain is, is through self-compassion, compassion. receiving compassion from another and self-compassion. And so self-compassion helps even when I've gone into blame. Oh, yeah. totally. Okay. The first thing I have people do when they go into blaming their partner is turning in and doing self-compassion. You know what usually happens is they want to apologize for being not so kind as soon as they calm down. <laughs> well, I go into blame in my head. I don't say it out loud. Right. right. That's just... that, totally. I tell, I tell my sweet husband all the time. I'm like, I'm a marriage and family therapist. I'm judging you in my mind I know better than to say it out loud. Um, <laughs> poor guy. Bless him. My protectors are good. Um, so, so, So you could have, let's, let's for now stick with the language piece. So you're going to know a language Mm -hmm. when your brain flips. So it could be that your, your brain's language, when you flip, what you can pay attention to is that your thoughts are changing black and white thinking, blame language, Mm -hmm. contempt language pointed out towards your partner or pointed in towards yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another one is feeling. So maybe I feel panicked or I feel angry or I feel hurt, right? So what's Mm -hmm. 
angering you, hurting you, scaring you right now. So if you get a big flood of one of those feelings, chances are you left your integrated brain space, at least for a moment. Mm -hmm. Again, compassion will chill that out. (laughs) Or for some people, they get body whooshes, right? So some people actually feel it in more of a body way. Usually it's from the bottom of the body up. So that's me. I get it in my belly or something and then it works its way up to the back of my neck. Totally. And my head feels hot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So we might have a whoosh that comes into our body. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever your tell is, get to know it. And the second it happens, pause and use self-compassion. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of times my tell is linguistic. So I'll, I'll start a dialogue. It's usually a judgment or a contempt dialogue because that's some of the stuff I grew up with. And um, it's usually aimed towards me. But on my very unkind days, it's aimed towards my partner in my mind. And what I do is I put my hand on my heart. I put my hand on my belly and I say, Jules, stop, honey. Stop. So no matter how this tell is showing up for us, whether Mm -hmm. it's in the black and white thinking, Mm -hmm. right? Or the judgy or blamey kind of language or the Mm -hmm. towards the other or towards herself, Mm -hmm. or if it's showing up in the the big whoosh of feelings like Mm -hmm. anger right? Mm-hmm. Or fear or mm-hmm. uh, hurt, pain, mm-hmm. or it's showing up in our body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The answer is self-compassion. That's right. Okay. No matter what. Because as far as we know from the neuroscience right now, mm-hmm. the parts of your brain that do self-compassion, what happens in your brain when you do self-compassion shifts where the anterior cingulate cortex, the insular cortex, and the amygdala are all calmed down. I'm about to translate that for everybody. So don't Mm -hmm. worry about catching that (laughs) lingo. So the part of me that processes insula, pain inside, emotional pain and physical pain, insula. So pain processing, anterior cingulate cortex, meaning of pain. That's not the only thing it does, but it's one of its jobs. So pain, meaning of pain, amygdala, meaning of fear. Mm -hmm. Oh, they all go, shh, calm down. When I do self-compassion, no kidding. Do we know why? Because the brain, the, well, no, I mean, evolution. Like we're, <laughs> well, like, we're, we're just relational beings. So it, I could get mm, compassion from you and it could calm right. down. That's more right hemisphere. Or I could give me compassion. That's more left. And either okay. way it works. And so I don't have to be dependent on someone else to regulate that feeling, but man, it helps too. It helps. Yeah. And can I tell you guys a fourth tell? <clears throat> yeah. Super fun. How cute is my partner? When my partner does not look attractive to me, chances are good. I am flipped. Mm. Oh, does this work for smell too? Oh, I'm totally totally serious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as somebody who usually smells lovely to me, if they're suddenly annoying me, chances like their their smell is annoying. Chances are good. I am unregulated. It's actually not a BO problem. (laughs) Vicky just lost it. I'm losing it because this is forever and ever. This podcast will be time stamped for me because he has the most atrocious beard right now. And I hate it so much. (laughs) You would think that I'm just always flipped. So like, I will always know when I listen to this, that like, oh, that's when we feel, that's when we recorded that one because he had the beard. (laughs) So I lost it when you said that. It was so funny. Oh. Okay. So yeah. 
he's not yeah, so unless, attractive un- right now. Un- unless your partner has grown a beard you don't like, <laughs> in which case that's all the time. And I would not, I would not use that as an indication. Exactly. Exactly. Right, but then there's still a story that you're checking in with, right? Like, no, it's the beard. Yes, right. yes, actually, that's a really good point. Right. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> if I'm if I think I'm flipped, I'm going to take a pause. I'm going to treat yeah. myself with compassion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a little space if I need it, and I'm going to check out. Hey, what did I just observe? What story yeah. am I telling myself about what I just mm-hmm. observed? Mm-hmm. If you're telling yourself, I observed him being angry. Whoa, hold on. Right. That's, that's actually not an observation because you can't guess if somebody's right. feeling angry. Mm-hmm. I observed him raising his voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're in observation. The story I told yeah. myself is that he's angry. Now we separated him out. So yeah. that's an example of separating it out. So I am observing. He laughs with his friends in a different way than with me. And the story I'm telling myself about that is um, he's not attracted to me anymore. Right. 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 Okay. And those so, are two different things. And, but so I can already feel just in, in even the you saying those two pieces, Jules, and, and you're mm-hmm. talking about the observation and the story and separating them out. I already heard in myself and witnessing you do that. I felt the, oh, right. And there so there's, go. there's the compassion right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and the trick is, can we, can we hold our story lightly? Can we hold our story with a mm-hmm. hypothesis that maybe it's totally true, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's coming from history. Maybe it's coming yeah. from um, fear. Maybe it's coming from a wounding I haven't been clear with my partner about. Yeah. I tell my clients the the one of the biggest issues I have with the story in my head is that we so firmly believe with enough time that we can read our partner's mind. And <laughs> we and did an pro- episode on that already. I know, but, and then, well, yeah. And the problem is <laughs> you can't, you can't. Well, the problem is that sometimes you're right. And every single mm-hmm. time you're Jules, you'll know this better than me, but my theory is every time we're right, it rewards our brain and tells our brain, I can do this. See, I'm That's right. True. I can read yeah. his mind. And then I don't want to believe it when Vicky, my therapist says you're reading his mind and you could be wrong. No, I'm right. Cause I'm always right. Yep. And so you have to be able to separate. Yes. I'm reading his mind and I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the brain doesn't like to be wrong. Right. It hates it. Right. It hates it. Especially Mm -hmm. left brains. Left brains can't stand it. Right. Right brains are totally fine with not knowing. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I feel like I knew that. Left Mm -hmm. brains hate it. The left hemisphere hates it. So they don't actually do. They don't say, I don't know. They just make it up. (laughs) (laughs) Just, yep. (laughs) So that's a lot. Here are our skills. U-turn. Separate out um, story from what actually happens. So separate out the observation from the story. Uh, Make sure you are uh, looking at yourself and noticing when am I regulated and when am I maybe less Mm -hmm. less regulated when we're less regulated. Connection and bonding is not going to be so possible. And use self-compassion when you're not regulated to help yourself calm down. So basically, if we do a shortcut here, mm-hmm. compassion, self-compassion, 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 self-compassion. Yeah. Okay. 
here we are all bumbly humans trying to figure this out and it's hard and scary and we depend on each other and we're vulnerable and we have needs and it's hard sometimes to be alive. And so compassion is the only coherent answer. Mm, That's beautiful. Thank you. We'll see you all next week. Bye guys. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at our bootcamp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.